0: On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we bring in Dan Homme of Locked On Washington Capitals to discuss the series between Florida and Washington in a battle of former Southeastern Division rivals. We're going to discuss the status of Aaron Ekblad, Alexander Ovechkin, the power play, both goalie situations ahead of this round one series between these two teams. All on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast.
1: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Washington capitals podcast we are part of the locked on podcast network We're your team every day thank you for making locked on florida panthers podcast and locked on washington capitals podcast your first listen of the day for everyone on the capitals feed let me introduce myself my name is armando velez i'm from pantherparkway.com you can follow me on twitter at monomanswell follow the show account on twitter at lo underscore f l a panthers and very thankful to be doing this Postseason edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast with the host of Locked On Washington Capitals, Dan Holmey. Dan, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. It's going to be an interesting series, that's for sure, playing the President's Trophy winner, so it'll be a great series for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, this Florida Panthers team winning the, the, their game against the Ottawa Senators on, on Thursday night went into Saturday, um, Friday night's uh, game a little bit more at ease with uh, Colorado uh, losing to Nashville in a shootout, got to record that live uh, and get a reaction out of it. So that 10-2 to loss against the Montreal Canadiens, uh, not really something that really matters on the schedule, but hey. A lot of of
1: backups, what I hear in that game, though. It wasn't your starters in the game, so it doesn't really, it's not an accurate reflection.
0: Absolutely. The whole week in itself wasn't from the Tampa Bay game all the way to the last one, but we got a game. We got a game to talk about. We got a series to talk about for the Florida Panthers um, and the Washington Capitals. But I'm gonna start with a, a few uh, questions based on the Washington Washington Capitals side of things. Is um, the last week um, for Alexander Ovechkin? He's been out um, with a with an injury, looked like a shoulder injury after crashing into the end boards. Um, there were reports saying about if this was a a regular season a postseason game last week that he would have been playing but it looked like that he was suiting up for practice today right before heading down to uh sunrise florida um how confident are you in that Alex- alexander ovechkin is uh to at least 75 percent health because 75 percent of ovechkin is better than no ovechkin at all
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be fine. In the presser today, he was asked if he could have played these last three games, and he said yes. And, uh, you know, like the saying goes, the Russian machine never breaks. That's a website in the D.C. area, and that was named after Alex Ovechkin. He's played through a ton of injuries, separated shoulders, all kinds of things. So I think he was good to go. It was just a, a precautionary measure, but I think that he will be back playing in game one I guess we won't know. He said maybe, but I think that that's probably what he was told to tell people, but I would expect to see him in game number one.
0: Yeah. um, Something that I would, was expecting as well um, for, for Ovi to be, um, to be uh, suiting up for game one. Um, Panthers have a similar situation, but we'll get that to that in the neck in segment number two. But um, a a problem that uh, not, I wouldn't say a problem, but, a, a topic of conversation for the Washington Capitals has been scoring outside of that top line. Um how confident are you in the middle six of the Washington Capitals to get the scoring going because um I I see that the with the goal uh dis, um distribution uh it's OV with 50 and every and nobody else even has half of that. So what is your confidence level that um that the middle six and below um, can get, can uh, bring that scoring that Ovechkin always brings.
1: I mean, I think that they will. The top three is Ovechkin, Kuznetsov and Wilson. Um, And I think they are starting to see some of that depth scoring. Lars Eller has been on the score sheet as of late, but that is a good point. They do need to get scoring from the the middle of the lineup there. Uh, But this team has a different gear, much like a lot of other teams do. Once it hits to the playoffs, expect the physical game to get ratcheted up big time. I would expect to see a physical series against Florida. You can expect a lot of big open-ice hits and that kind of thing from Tom Wilson and Alex Ovechkin, Alex Ovechkin, perhaps even Anthony Mantha, who's not a physical player intrinsically, but I expect him to bring his uh big body to the table too and start throwing people around as well. Mhm. Um
0: Yes, um for the for the Florida Panthers, um, and, uh, and the Washington Capitals, um, this has, uh, for, uh, um, Tom Wilson and everything. I have a question about him. How has he been able to, um, how has he been able to, um, behave as far as like not committing any of these, uh, egregious penalties because, uh, I high key wanted to see Capitals Rangers in the first round, but we didn't get that. Um, how confident are you that, uh, how confident are you that Tom Wilson's able to keep an even keel, and not um, not uh, commit something uh, dumb in the in the playoffs?
1: Well, I mean, he has shown a lot of maturity this year, and I think that he has a great mentor in the form of Alex Ovechkin. Um, I've often said that I think that Tom Wilson will be the future captain of the team once uh, Ovechkin hangs up the skates, but. I think that this year really kind of solidifies his role as a legitimate goal scorer. I know that around the league, he's kind of seen as a goon, just a tough guy. But if you ask any of the other 31 teams in the league, they would say they'd love to have Tom Wilson on their team. He brings that physical presence. Plus, he's got a great goal scoring touch and great leadership qualities. He's not that old of a man, but he still he possesses a lot of those qualities that a seasoned veteran of, you know, 10, 15 years in the league has. So Um, I think that, you know, his tendencies are to get drawn into fights. But I think that, you know, if you look at Alex Ovechkin's career earlier, he dropped the gloves a lot. And his last major fight was against uh, Shvechnikov in 2019. So he's reeled it in. And I think that uh, Alex Ovechkin has noticed that as or excuse me, Tom Wilson has noticed that as well, that uh, you don't have to take on these fourth line uh, scallywags out there. You know, these guys that are pretty much AHL players and now he's just a legitimate goal scorer and i think that in time uh, everyone in the league will see that he's not just the tough guy he's also got a great goal scoring touch
0: yeah for um for uh for tom wilson i'm hoping to see uh the the of course hockey is a physical sport but of course uh, with uh, physicality we want we want to see that it's uh to the point that it's not playing uh past the whistles and all that and final question that I have for you, Dan, is that um, the goalie situation in um, Washington is that the whole Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek situation um, with that is um, the, it's been back and forth. Of, of course, uh, Vanacek was acclaimed by the Seattle Kraken, the expansion draft uh, uh, went back. Um, but with with that, um, who do you think is the starter for game one?
1: I think that it's going to end up being Samsonov. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a coin flip every game who's going to be the number one starter in this. Is what uh, Peter Laviolette didn't want to have happen. He said that when it's Game One, he wanted to have his number one starter in mind. Well, with inconsistent play, that has not meant made it any easier on uh, him. Uh, between the two of him, Ilya Samsonov is the better athlete. Um, he, you know, he is more athletic out there, but his tendency is also to allow those soft goals. He can make you know uh, the greatest save in the world, and then allow the soft, most soft goal out there as well. Uh, conversely, Vitek Vanacek. Um, who was a goalie that kind of got thrust into the position that he was at, because originally it was supposed to be Henrik Lundqvist, and it was supposed to be Ilya Samsonov, and then as we all know, Henrik Lundqvist had that heart condition, and he was out of the equation, so enter Vitek Vanacek, which many people say should be a starter in AHL Hershey, not a starter uh, in the NHL, but he, I would say he has a better skill set. He's not the athlete that Ilya Samsonov is, so that's his negative. But his plus is I think that he sees the puck better. And you're not going to see as many soft goals. Uh, The Washington Capitals today did uh, have uh, Zach Fukali from AHL Hershey called up. And that's one of the things that I wanted to see happen all year. Uh, He played great with Hershey this season. He had three shutouts. And in his brief stint with the Capitals, he played pretty good overall. He had one uh, rough game. So I think that if you see any uh, faltering between Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, I think you will see Zach Fukali get in there because this is where the rubber meets the road right now. If you lose, you're done, and you are dealing with the team. You're dealing with the Florida Panthers team that is loaded with scoring from the floor to the rafters. So um, you don't really have time to get down. You know, one, two, three games in a series. You gotta, you just gotta attack this Panthers team. Um, Otherwise, you're going to be trying to overcome a hurdle. But like you said, the goaltending is going to be one of the Achilles heels of the Washington Capitals. Uh, I hope one of those goalies can catch fire and uh, kind of uh, propel this team over the top. They did it in 2018 when they were kind of improbable candidates. You know, they were playing Columbus. They were playing uh, Tampa. And everyone thought that they wouldn't do it. And then they ended up beating the Golden Knights. And uh, but that's that's what it's about. They need to solidify that goaltending, and I hope they can do it uh, in this series. Otherwise, they'll be setting up tea time, not the next round of hockey. <laughs> for sure, like that golf reference uh, there for
0: uh, for you. But um, we're going to continue on to the next segment um, where uh, Dan will be talking to me about Florida Panthers related stuff. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, leagues, reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to our website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action.
1: BetOnline. Where the game starts. All right, to start the second segment here, thank you for making Locked On Capitals and Locked On Panthers your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome into the second segment of this crossover episode. I have Armando Velez from Locked On Panthers. I'm Dan Holmey from Locked On Capitals. You can find me On Twitter, it's at DanCaps218. You can find Armando on Twitter. It's at MondoMan12. And uh, the Capitals are up for a big challenge here. I mean, make no mistake about it. This Panthers team, uh, it kind of caught everyone by surprise. They caught me by surprise anyway. I know that some of the insiders saw it coming, but the Panthers, their first ever President's Trophy. They get home ice through the playoffs. The the Florida Panthers have played an entire 82-game regular season without getting a shutout the best regular season in Florida history and the best regular season by any team in the NHL. What do you attribute this uh, Florida Panthers team success to? I mean, they kind of came out of nowhere and, you know, to be honest with you, they've had some really kind of down seasons over the years. They're not this dynasty team like the Rangers or the Penguins. What do you attribute their success to this year? I attribute their success
0: to um, their depth, especially in the middle six. Um, I mean, I mean, Anton Lindell centering the third line, who had average a point per game uh in uh in Liga. Um, they traded for Sam Reinhart um this past offseason, who's uh could be playing top six minutes, but is on the third line. Mason Marchmont, who was uh part of that trade for Dennis Mulgan, which was part of the previous regime, and they're getting that depth scoring that's helping them out. Of course, acquiring players like Sam Bennett last year, signing players like Anthony Duclair, um Carter Verhage, who wasn't qualified an offer for from Tampa Bay. Um so it's been really about the depth and then bringing, bringing that in. And then it's helping on the other end as well that they're playing a lot better in front of Sergey Bobrovsky.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, just looking at that, playing 82 games without getting shut out, that's most impressive. That speaks volumes, I guess, of the goal-scoring touch there. So the Panthers picked up Claude Drew uh, at the trade deadline there. He has, or around the trade deadline, has three goals, 20 assists, and a plus-minus of a plus-seven in 18 games for the Panthers in his career. Tell me about Claude Drew and what impact has he made on that Panthers team? Uh the impact that he's made on the team is that when he's together with
0: Alexander Barkov, that um, that he if they're on the ice and there's a face-off on one side because one shoots left and one shoots right, they can take the face-off on the other end. So that's the cool part about that with Drew uh, and Barkov. And they, sometimes they're not even playing on the second line, um, on the same line together. Excuse me. Sometimes Barkov is on the first and Giroux is on the second, along with Bennett and Hooperdo. Uh, so they can interchange them there and out too and late game situations that happens especially since they clinch the president's trophy and they have home ice advantage they'll have more of that last change more often when it comes to the faceoff, so they'll be able to put in their matchups uh better so uh drew is making uh, a lot of impact even when he's not scoring he's creating shots that's creating rebounds and and then the florida panthers are uh are um finishing it off too so that's the
1: awesome part about claude drew yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats for your team. Four players scoring 30-plus goals. You have Huberdeau at 30, Barkov 39, Reinhardt 33, and Duclair 31. I mean, like I say, that team, you know, for Washington fans is stacked. So, I mean, the defense and the netminding is going to have their hands full. So, I mean, that that is most impressive um, on that team. And it's going to be interesting to see um, how the Capitals stand up to them. So, being that you brought up netminding here, uh, they were talking about uh, assets, about Bob, Bob Vrosky, excuse me. He tracks the puck very well when he is on top of his game, has good quickness and athleticism for the goaltending position, does not let a lot bother him on the ice. His flaws, he needs to continue to work on his confidence, which tends to waver from time to time. Also, he does not always communicate well through his defensemen. So that is, a, you know, a similar issue uh with the panthers i i guess to an extent is the same as the capitals is that i know that they have some good net minding there but it seems like when it comes to these big uh games that pavrosky struggles a bit how do you think that your net minding will stand up because i know that um you know, just reading on here, the Florida Panthers goaltender Spencer Knight, who went six one and zero with a two point one six goals against average and a point nine two five save percentage and one shutout in seven appearances, has been named the NHL's Rookie of the Month. So, if Bob fails, I guess they will just go to Spencer Knight. Is that the school of thought there? Yeah,
0: um, they they will they will they will go to they will go to Spencer Knight if he does struggle. But um, I'm not anticipating uh, Bob to struggle um, in the it, 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 well. I'm I'm hoping that he doesn't struggle. That's the that's the thing, is that I hope that the Florida Panthers can outscore their issues that um that they don't even have to worry about that with with the with the goaltending on the other side. So if if the if the Florida Panthers are able to um, create the better defense around Bobrovsky, which they have all season, then Bobrovsky will have a great post um, great postseason. His numbers even this year are similar to what they were. Um, in his last year in Columbus. So there there's that. So that, that's the good thing about um, about Sergey Bobrovsky and what and what he's been doing this season. So I'm very confident that Sergey Bobrovsky will have a better uh, bounce back. And um, Spencer Knight was just named uh, rookie of the month. So um, th- this month. So they're confident in no matter who's going out there.
1: And, you know, that's a great position to be in. A lot of teams are enviable of having, you know, kind of a 1-1-A situation. A lot of teams, it's a number one and then a number two. And usually that's a pretty big difference between the one and two. So it seems like Florida has kind of one of those 1-1-A one and one a situations there. Is the Panthers' offense enough to win the series? Defense has been an issue. I know that they got Ekblad back, or it seems like he's going to. How do they com- combat the goal-scoring leaders of Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Wilson? You know, with Washington bringing a physical game, how do the Panthers plan to deal with Wilson and Hathaway? So kind of a two-part question there. How uh, is offense going to be enough, being that, you know, there has been some issues with the Panthers' defense? And uh, what are your thoughts on that? If
0: you stay out of the box, then it's all good because this is one of the best uh, even-strength teams in all the NHL. So um, that that is what, um, that is what um, I'm... Anticipating if they if they're not in the box often, then um, we won't see that one timer that Alexander Ovechkin has been doing his whole career. So with with that, um, the Florida Panthers are hopefully able to uh, um, help out Sergey Bobrovsky and of course limit Alexander Ovechkin because
1: um, you can only hope to contain A- Alexander Ovechkin as well. So, you know, as we talk about uh, earlier in this podcast, we were talking about Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway, both guys who aren't afraid to drop the gloves and Hathaway is not afraid of chirping play- players. Who on the Florida Panthers is going to combat that? Who is going to stand up to Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway? Two big, really kind of dominant uh, scores and but dominant physical players. Who, who on the Panthers is going to stack up against them?
0: I think quite, I can think of quite a few. I can think of Sam Bennett. Mason Marchmont, Ryan Lomberg, Radko Gudis, those are the four that I that I think of on
1: the top of my head. Uh, yeah, I remember Gudis playing. He played for the Capitals briefly there. So he's mm-hmm. he's a bit of a snarly guy out there. So, and then sure. it's funny it's funny you bring up uh, Gudis. Gudis on facing the Caps Ovechkin, I'm sure there is much to keeping him in check. He shoots at everything. We can't give him any respect. We have to play him as hard as anyone else. And I think that kind of comes from Gudis kind of playing with Ovechkin and just being in the league for such a long time um, that uh, that he kind of has that respect for him. I alluded to talking about there that uh, Ekblad's coming back. What will his in, uh, impact have on it? I know that, uh, like I said, the defense has been a little bit so-so uh, at uh, parts of the season for the Panthers. What will he bring to the defense? There's no
0: confirmation on who, whether he'll return to game one as of right now, but he was skating at practice um, on Sunday. So good. there's good signs of it, but he's definitely um, pers- a person who brings it in on the power play. Um, especially since the Florida Panthers have really um, gone to um, five units and everything, so that is um, that is where um, the Aaron Eckblad helps in that sense. So, so that that having him back is definitely helping. Of course, being the top pairing on the defense, paired with his buddy Mackenzie Weegar, and then Ben Sherat having to go down a little bit um, and maybe play with Forsling, or maybe it's going to be Montour Forsling, or maybe it's going to be Sherratt, uh Gudis as well. So that is better solidified now that with Aaron Ekblad back.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm reading here. The official statement on him is that Ekblad took part in Panther's morning skate on Tuesday, but hasn't played since March 18th due to a lower body injury. He has scored a career high 57 points this season, recording 15 goals, 42 assists and 61 games. So... Your team, the Florida Panthers, I mean, they kind of have it going on all cylinders. You know, I had to kind of dig for weaknesses on this team, to be honest with you, because there's not a lot of them. I mean, I think that there's a couple weaknesses in in the armor, and that's a little bit on defense and a bit on net minding. But I don't think any major glaring uh, causes of concern there. And I think that uh, you guys will be in a position to do well. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about what are our predictions on the series between the Panthers and the Capitals. I know the Capitals are the underdogs. We'll talk about that. But first, summer is coming and with summer, you've got to need some food on the go. Bilt Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags and your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so they are fueled for summer adventures. The best part about built Bars, they're healthy and delicious no matter. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Bilt Bar, you can have both and it's easy All you have to do is go to Bilt.com and order now. All Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that built Bars, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried built Puffs bars? If you you haven't, you're gonna go crazy for them. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like churro and they're only 140 calories? Sign me up. Bilt Bars make sure that there is something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? That is the churro flavor. I I can't eat enough of those. And you know when it comes to the, this New Year's resolution I made to eat better, that's why I love Built Bars. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 300 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com to get all the flavors: banana cream pie, raspberry donut double chocolate, and so many more. They are so delicious and uh, so many flavors. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. All right, in this final segment here, we are going to talk about our predictions about the Panthers and the Capitals. I know on paper, it seems like the Panthers are a sure winner. Um, so, asking you your predictions on this series, how do you think it will go, Armando? It's time. It, it's t- it's time
0: for the Florida Panthers to break their drought. It is. Um, it's been a long 26 years. This has been plenty of moves since Bill Zito has taken over to build the complementary pieces around the Ekblads, the Barkoffs the Huberdos, bringing in Sergei Bobrovsky at $10 a year, even though that was the former GM, but now putting the pieces around. I'm going to say Panthers in six. Um, they, um, They find adversity early. Washington steals one. I don't know which one, but the Panthers then steal one in Washington, and then they win the next two to finish off the series in six. Um, so I'm going to say Panthers in six and, um, they will be advancing to the second round to face either Tampa or Toronto. Which one of those teams would you like to see them face? Uh, I would like to see Toronto as far as the matchup for the Panthers, but I don't, I don't trust the Maple Leafs. I don't think they'll get out of that series against the Tampa Bay lightning. So I think it's going to be another battle of Florida.
1: Yeah, that would be kind of very, uh, exciting for, uh, all the Florida fans down there. Um, so my predictions on the Capitals is I think it's going to go to seven games, but I think that the Capitals will do it. They have a pedigree of winning. Uh, it's pretty much the same nucleus as it was in 2018. I know that it's uh, some different netminders in there, but the three keys to success is the road uh, playing on the road this year. The Washington Capitals have actually played better on the road than they have at home uncharacteristically near NHL, 500 on home ice, 19, 16, and 6. And on the road is when they play better. They're 25, 10, and 6. So as strange as it sounds, I'm kind of happy that they're playing uh, in Florida to start this series off here. But and then goaltending needs to be rock solid, as we talked about in an earlier segment. Vanacek is less than spectacular of the tandem, less likely to make the highlight saves, but more likely to not allow a ser- series-altering saf- uh, soft goal. So that is the key to success. The second one is netminding. And it, I mean, that doesn't shouldn't come to any surprise in the Washington area. It's been something that I've talked about in my podcast the entire season, is that they've just had a, a, such rough luck. Uh, in net mining. So they need one of those netminders to catch fire. So then the third part here is Ovechkin leading the defense. Ovechkin should be back for game one. Again, it seems like it is, but they don't want to show their cards. And Washington will need a significant offense from the 50-goal scorer who played a big role in the three regular season meetings between the Capitals this season. So uh, Armando, we do have a little bit of history here with the Capitals. The Capitals have played... Uh, the, Panthers, the Panthers this year. The season, the Capitals went 1-1-1 one, one, and one against the Panthers. All three games were decided by one goals, with Washington winning 4-3 on November 26th at Capital One Arena, dropping a 5-4 decision in overtime on November 4th in Florida and losing 5-4 on November 30th in Florida. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, I know you can't really judge a team based on the regular season because, let's face it, once you go to the postseason, all these teams have a different gear. It's almost it's almost indescribable. All of a sudden the physical game shows up and you're like, where were these guys the rest of the season? So what, what, what is your thoughts on the Panthers? What is their keys to success to beat the Capitals? Like I've said in the, earlier in this podcast, you guys are stacked in net. You, you're stacked in scoring and now with Ekblad back, it seems like he kind of solidified that defense or he's uh, supposed to be back. I guess we'll see on Tuesday night. What are your thoughts? Uh, just continue to score um, at will
0: at, as best as you can. Um, Power play is now, at, um, they finished in the top five in power play percentage after being as low as 24 in December. Just continuing to have that play. And of course, the goaltending and staying out of the box for Ovechkin, That was that's really what's going to help the Panthers. So um, that's going to have them avoid this being a long series.
1: So just taking a look at the other teams in the league. Who I mean, what other games are you watching? I mean, are is there any other series out there that uh, kind of catch your eye and that you, that you're interested in?
0: I'm gonna I'm, I want to see Penguins um Rangers and see what that's about, um, especially with the uh, Smith being the starter um, as well as Hurricanes and Bruins who have playoff history against one another in back to back years um at one point. So seeing how um how does Carolina respond after losing twice to Boston as well. And, of course, the division of um, Toronto, who hasn't won since 04, and then against the back-to-back champions, um, Tampa Bay Lightning. So everything in the East is interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much must-see see TV on all these games. I like the Minnesota-St. Louis one. I also like Colorado playing. I mean, some of these teams, it seemed like they were untouchable. The Capitals ended up picking up a win and beating the Colorado Avalanche. So there's so many different fun games, and it's going to be a great series. And uh, it, it remains to be seen what happens in this Florida Capitals series, but uh, it will be great games, that's for sure.
0: Mm, that's for sure. And I'm excited to, to I'm excited to uh, definitely
1: watch this series and see where this goes. All right. It's been great talking with you, Armando, and maybe we'll uh, catch up here later in the series. Absolutely. And tell tell everyone on on my feed where they can find you and your work. All right. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find Locked On Capitals. It's at Locked On Caps. And Armando, where can Capitals fans find your work online? They can find me on Twitter
0: at Mondoman12. Follow the show account at underscore FLA Panthers. And they can find Locked On Panthers anywhere they listen to podcasts. So, All right. They, thank you so much, Dan, and hope to be in contact with you soon.
1: All right, it's been uh, great talking with
0: you. Thank you. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to so be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark we'll be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Locked Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked On NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear latest news and opinion from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Velez with Dan Homie. and you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where it's your team every day?